Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show, home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. It's been my pleasure being your host here every weekend. It's been my pleasure. I love doing this. This isn't my day job. This is something I just enjoy doing because we love bringing information to you, our loyal listeners. My day job is handling real estate for people. I've been helping people with their real estate needs here in Greater Victoria since 1991. I've helped a whole range of people from first-time buyers to investors, move up, move down, relocations, a little bit of everything. Not commercial, mind you, all residential. I could help you as well, too. If you are thinking about making a move, you got any questions about the real estate market, or maybe you're curious about what your next step will be, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to chat with you, uh, either myself or the rest of the whole home show team members. We'd love to talk with you. You can find all of our contact information, by the way, by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is always there for you. Uh, and if you're not able to do that, I do know you can find me. Uh, again, had a couple of phone calls this week from listeners. Uh, you can just Google me or look up the Prime Real Estate team or just Google Tony Joe. I'm right there for you. I love chatting with you. Uh, this week, we are going to be having a chat with our show partner uh, and supporter, Westland Insurance. And of course, it's J.P. Sellers, who is the manager of the Westside Village branch. It's always great having a chat with J.P., to be specific this time, because we've had him here a few times before over the years, we are talking about issues that came up over the summertime. Of course, there was wildfires that happened in the Okanagan. There's a number of other natural situations that are occurring out there that are having implications with insurance of your home. And I've got a whole list of questions I'll be asking him, things that I'm sure you're dying to know about as well too. He is a wealth of information, great person to have on the program. So we'll be chatting with him in just a little bit. We always like starting off our program with chatting about uh, issues, uh, things that have come up in your day you're curious about. I actually had a number of them this week, but I need to get through them uh, one by one. One of them had to do with statistics. And I know I, know I review this every once in a while, but I want to do a little review with you right now. Uh, presently, as we are chatting here, it is the beginning of November. The Real Estate Board releases statistics, stats, the first day of every month. We're so lucky here in Victoria. We get it the first day of the month. There are other real estate boards like uh, Vancouver and Toronto where it's usually seven to 10 days later. Geez, you know, the news probably just anxiously awaiting what the stats are. But of course, our local news outlets can rely on the Victoria Real Estate Board first of every month, reliably. That's what happened today. And there's a number of things that we look at. You know, of course, the 
the consumers and the general public at large very curious to know what's happened out there is the market up is the market down one of the questions that we had this week was when is a good time to sell when's a good time to move and we have to actually ask a follow-up question which is define what you mean what a good time is do you mean when the market is moving better does that mean when you are likely to get a higher result does that mean when the market hits the peak you know it's one of those questions that is kind of multi-pronged it can mean many things uh, what I can tell you, though, is that we rely a lot on data, on stats, information that comes to us from the real estate board, the information. So every time a property is listed for sale, there's a record made of the property, the size, number of bedrooms, bathrooms, taxes, what it was listed at. We also keep record of what it's sold for and how many days on the market it took to sold as to sell. As a result, there is calculations of the the uh, dollar per square foot for both both the list price and for the sale price. So much data! It is just amazing what the real estate board does. And this information, by the way, folks, is used by the appraisal industry. When your bank calls for an appraisal, the appraiser needs data. Where do they get it from? No, they don't get it from land titles. They get it from us. They get it from the real estate board. And that information also is used by the assessment authority, BCAA. They do not have a separate database, folks. That comes from the real estate board, there's a lot of value in the data. That is one of the reasons why data integrity is so important. It's paramount in the real estate community because it really is the foundation and the cornerstone of so many other operations that rely on it. Anyways, getting to data. So what happens is every month, the real estate board releases a statistic digest that goes through things that you want to know. For instance, how many sales happened in the month? So for the month of October 2023, there were 407 sales. Now, that's just a number to you. What does that mean? Well, when I look at the list here, and I'm looking at every month from 1990 to today, so we're talking 33 years, I can tell you, there have been some big Octobers, like 990. That was a huge month. But again, that was 2020. You guys remember that? The market went nuts. That's when COVID, uh, you know, after the, uh, nobody knew what was going on. Uh, it was March and April. Then things started picking up and it went crazy. So that's the high, 990. Uh, it is not the lowest, by the way, folks. 407 sales is not the lowest. I'm looking right now. 373 in 2012, 316 in 2008, 394 in 1998. There were other months that it was lower. So you can't say, nobody can say that it was a dead month or it was a lowest month. No, it is on the low side. I get that. It's the fourth lowest in 33 years, but it is not a dead month by any means. When we look at the sales year to date or how many sales are going to happen by the end of next month, which is uh, December, obviously, uh, I am forecasting that we're going to end up with somewhere around 6,000 sales for the year. Uh, where does it put us again? Not low by any means. 1995, 5,517. 1998, 5,303. 1999, 5,440. We've already passed those numbers, folks. Here in October, 52.25 in 2000, 57.47 in 2012, 2013, 6,000. So uh, we're going to end up probably around the seventh 
lowest month, or seventh, sorry, seventh lowest year in 33 years. Again, not super slow. Now, uh, we, we've had a pretty consistent year. There was no peaks. There was nothing huge. Uh, there was nothing super low either. And, you know, admittedly, January was on the low side. Um, but hey, there's uncertainty out there when it comes to interest rates and stuff. But and by the way, when people say, or realtors, maybe who haven't seen the normal markets, when they say, oh my goodness, buyers are having decision-making disorder. They're having a hard time deciding there's no motivation. There's no uh, anxiousness to, to buy. Well, it happened to 407 people last month. That is a significant number. It's far from dead. And it's a reminder that people move when they have to. The motivation changes. If you're just thinking of buying just because, you know, or you're looking for deals or you're, you know, hoping for an opportunity, yeah, maybe you're not so motivated. But if you sold your house, if you're going to be homeless, if you need to be somewhere, oh my goodness. That is motivation right there. The last thing I want to leave you with, folks, is the average price. So uh, the month ended up in October two, $1,259,000 for a single-family detached home in Victoria. Uh, what is that? Well, it's down a bit from the last couple of months. That is for sure. Uh, the peak, by the way, was in March, sorry, April of 2022, $1.432 bit of a gap from where we're at right now but it's funny when you look at the year end the year ended last year with an average of 1,333,000 we're presently at 1,294,000 so we're not that far off and I guess the message there is prices haven't dropped off a cliff folks uh, again even with uh, higher interest rates and you know with sales coming down there's more inventory there's no question there's more things to choose from the market is doing just fine it's the way things used to be when it was normal right? Things to talk about. If you've got uh, questions, you're curious about stats, reach out to me. Happy to chat. Need to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show and I'm Tony Joe. I don't know about you, but uh, I managed to have a visit or two into the Okanagan this summertime. And it's a little different there now. And it certainly was the times that I came I came and went twice actually and the first time I went over uh, I was actually traveling towards Calgary and took my family for a drive drove through Kamloops and everything and all was fine coming back was a little different though because that's when the forest fire started happening over the summertime uh, fast forward a few uh, weeks several weeks actually I ended up in Kelowna and that was after the west side uh, of Kelowna fires occurred. And I've got to tell you, folks, uh, I'm sure many of you who are listeners to our program here either come from there or are familiar or have family or friends from the Okanagan. It's a scary sight, uh, you know, when you're on the highway and you're having a look and you can see the smoke, huge plume of smoke. But not only that, you can actually see the flames coming and, you know, the helicopters with the buckets and the uh, planes and everything. It's a scary thing, something that we don't consider much over here. But something that we do need to consider is the impact of house insurance on things like forest fires. And of course, who better to have on our program today uh, but our show partner, sponsor and supporter from Westland Insurance, Insurance, sorry, JP Sellers. JP, how are you? I'm great, Tony. Thank you. 
you know, as I was saying here, this is a very topical thing. At this point in time, when we're airing, you know, this is past the the uh, summer season, but, uh, you know, it seems to me that this remains a very important thing to consider. So let's just jump straight into forest fires and how it affects insurance. You know, the number one question that people have is, does my insurance cover? What happens if? So yeah, with insurance, it's tough. You know, uh, obviously, it's not not a great summer with with all the the forest fires and the wildfires that happened. Um, first of all, thank you to our first responders and thank you to all the volunteers who helped out um, during that time. I think the biggest thing to think about when it comes to what to do or you know what is my plan is is basically you know prepare for it. You know, we have a on our website right now. Uh, on our main homepage, uh, www.westlandinsurance.ca, we do have a resource that uh, goes directly to preparing for a wildfire. So that can include uh, an action plan on what to do, um, creating a, a go bag, uh, what you can pack, what you can have in the event of an emergency. Um, there's some tips to you know avoid some of those things, you know, from a fire from happening um, near your home. Um, there's, you know, other data that's there tracking, um, where, where wildfires are, um, also great resources online as well. Um, when it comes to, you know, before, during, and after a wildfire on the, uh, Canadian Red Cross website. So a, a lot of these things, you know, you, you can't really be ultimately totally ready for for something like that to happen, but you know, giving yourself an opportunity to be prepared the best way you can using the resources available to you uh, online, uh, either you know through our website or um, through the Canadian Red uh, Cross uh, website as well. Some great resources there um, for everyone to to look at. Yeah, and as a reminder, on the Westland Insurance website, it's westlandinsurance.ca/bc-wildfires. It's a whole bunch of uh, resources on the Westland Insurance uh, webpage. It's a scary thing, though. So something that we have bumped into, and we've heard about this from our colleagues in the interior, uh, is what happens when someone's in the process of selling, or sorry, purchasing a home. So they're buying a house in the area. And of course, uh, what happens on the closing date is that the lawyers and the lenders, they all require proof of insurance. And we're going to talk about that a little later. That's when, you know, buyers come into Westland Insurance, make sure they have coverage and, and all that. But there are um, issues that occur if a house is within, I think it's 25 kilometers of an active wildfire, right? That's right. So depending on on the insurance company, depending on the scenario, there may be a hold on insurers being able to provide instant or effective coverage based on when a sale is going through. Um, what I would recommend in those situations is, you know, don't wait to the last minute to get your your insurance or confirm insurance on a property that you're you're closing in on. Um, I would probably say try to get coverage in place. You know, as soon as 30 days prior, um, two weeks prior, like get ahead of, of it, save any of the headaches, any of the stress, any of the pressure that can be created in, in trying to get this deal done. Um, but yeah, depending on, on the situation, um, it may take a few days to be able to, to provide coverage 
if an insurer is even able to provide coverage with the ongoing uh, wildfire situation. All right. So just so as our, our listeners can sort of grasp what we're what we're talking about here, what has happened in these areas, uh, you know, close to an active wildfire is a sale that is underway, you know, one that's going to close in the coming days or whatever. It can be in jeopardy because if the buyer cannot secure insurance, the sale is not going to happen. And that's what we are bumping into. And, and I guess in many respects, JP, it's it, it's it's kind of nice that we're not bumping into that on the island here, right? No, so there there are some areas um, in the in the north region that did suffer some fires that did uh, affect some of the the binding times in order to get insurance in place. Um, but again, I think you know preparation is important, making sure that you've talked to your insurance provider, that you've got a plan in place, you've got a quote secured, you've got you know, everything ready to go for your sale to complete. Yeah. We're going to get into this a little bit later. And, and you and I often talk about this, the whole notion of making sure that you have the insurance planned well in advance, because I know you guys get those calls on the last day or a couple of days before closing. People are rushing it's, to get their insurance done. It's right? very true. You know, unfortunately, it's one of those situations where insurance is usually the last thing that a new buyer is 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 looking at they're you know they're they're looking at everything else they're making sure their funding's in place they're looking at getting movers you know how do they get out of their current home and and insurance is usually one of the last things that they even think about so um <laughs> i i just think yeah really important to 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 get ahead of it yeah. um you know almost at the same time as you're you're getting your 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 funding and your loan in place Get your insurance in place at the same time. Yeah. Well, like I said, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. You know, JP, for us, when we're handling a buyer, we have a process because we actually get you guys to do a review. Like I said, we'll talk about this a little later. But I, I think the main takeaway here for for people listening is um, I, there's an expectation that someone can just phone up and get insurance in like five minutes. But there, there's more of a process and, the, and it is not necessarily guaranteed that insurance is going to happen. Right? No, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. So um, as always, JP is with Westland Insurance. Um, remind our listeners of the locations here in town, JP. Absolutely. So I'm at the uh, Westside Village location uh, located at uh, 105-176 uh, Wilson Street. Mm -hmm. And our branch phone number, if anyone has any questions, our phone number here is 250-419-0015. 419-0015. And that's JP at Westland Insurance. He can answer any question you have. And as a reminder, too, it's not just house insurance. I get my car insurance from uh, the guys at Westland at the at uh, Westside Village because my office happens to be right next door, as you know, JP. So convenient, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, very listen very convenient. So listen, folks, we're having a conversation, an ongoing conversation, because we're going to chat more about the effect of insurance, about wildfires on insurance. I think uh, I'm going to ask you the question about earthquake insurance after we get back from the break as well, too. That seems to be something people ask about. Having a chat here with JP Sellers with Westland Insurance. Need to take our break here. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. 
Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the Whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. As a reminder, folks, if you're a podcast listener, you can download all 300 of our episodes over the course of the last six years by going to iTunes or Google uh, or in your car. Uh, Most uh, Google uh, CarPlay devices uh, and in your Tesla, for instance, uh, enable you to find us, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe, on your podcast. So listen away at at your convenience. Uh, We are having a conversation today about insurance, house insurance. And of course, we have JP from Westland Insurance. JP, that reminds me, you know, we've got to change your title from insurance advisor because you are actually the branch manager at uh, Westside Village there at Westland Insurance. Yeah, since since January. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we were having a chat before uh, the break about wildfires and um, actually, I do want to wrap this up, this whole notion of uh, there are zones. If you're close to an active wildfire, it could put your house sale at jeopardy. Um, I do want to say, though, that does not necessarily mean that the sale is not going to happen. Uh, I understand that what normally happens is that the buyer and seller sort of negotiate a delay. And it may happen, you know, months later or whatever obviously hoping that nothing occurs or happens with the house because if it was damaged that would be a bad thing right um so jp in the case of total loss with a wildfire um i mean this is hard on insurance companies right it it can be now fair fire is a is an automatic peril of insurance so fire is covered under a standard home insurance policy um but yes, it can be be very you know demanding on the insurance companies with all these total losses um, for homes, and you know obviously it's 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 very traumatic for for a homeowner to have to deal with the loss of their of their home and and what that entails. So overall, obviously a, a very very bad situation for everyone. Yeah, people often wonder too. You know, oh my goodness, the cost of house insurance has gone up so much. There's kind of no surprise that it has because the, the insurance companies have to have to uh, pay off these claims for these total losses for fire, flooding elsewhere, uh, all of these things, right? Yeah, no. So a big thing, obviously, we're seeing is is a, some significant increases to to home insurance uh, year over year. You know, a part of that is is going to be the cost to rebuild the home. You know, the cost of materials, the cost of labor. We're, we're seeing obviously go up year over year over year, which is affecting the cost of, of insurance. Um, I would also say the cost of, of earthquake coverage as well is affecting um, the total cost of, of, of premiums when it comes to a home insurance renewal as well. Um, you know, earthquake being one of those things where, you know, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? You know, should I carry it? Should I not carry it? I know in some situations, um, some homeowners don't have a choice but to carry earthquake insurance because it's part of a, an agreement that they have with their mortgage company. So in some situations, you know, as part of their agreement to, to carry that mortgage, they do have to carry earthquake insurance. It's not with with every uh, mortgage company, but it is, you know, 
there that that is a requirement now that being said um earthquake is has always been in in most situations other than you know required by a mortgage company and optional coverage so at the end of the day it will always be a homeowner's choice to to carry earthquake coverage or not um obviously it it comes with its own perils that in the event of an earthquake that happens and destroys your home and you don't have earthquake insurance, that can be obviously some financial distress put on you um, in terms of repair and replacement of a home that has been destroyed by an earthquake. But people always say, though, too, that the thing about insurance, uh, earthquake insurance is it's expensive, right? Oh, absolutely. And I, and I think, you know, we see an increase on on earthquake rates go up every year. Um, probably higher in the last five years than anything else. But again, an, an optional coverage um, that, that every homeowner can decide whether or not they want to carry or not. And, and you know, do they want to take on that, that risk alone? Mm. It really is a conversation about risk mitigation. How much risk do you want to take? How much are you able to self-insure? So if something bad happens and you don't have insurance, are you able to come up with the cash or able to rebuild yourself with your own resources? That's yeah, really the every, question, right? And every, you know, every individual is going to have their own threshold. Everyone's going to have their own, you know, limitations. So I think it's going to always come down to um, each person's, you know, individual decision-making. Right. Like I think you can't necessarily lump everyone into one group. Everyone's going to have to make that own their own decision individually on on what works for them. Yeah. Well, it's a question that was posed by a client not that long ago. Hey, should I get earthquake insurance? Of course, this is not my realm. This is the reason why we send them to you. And this is a discussion that uh, I, I presume you guys are having with them. Just the pros and cons. The what happens if. Right. No, absolutely. And that and that. That game can become difficult because it's the it's the the what if game. What if this happens? What if that happens? But you know, here at, at Westland, we're open to having conversation about the coverage. You know, what works best for them. So, if if anyone out there is, is looking to have a discussion or work out the pros and cons, I'd I'd say please give us a call and we can we can have a discussion over it. Now, as a reminder, folks, that's a good call for the phone number. If you get your pen and paper handy, it's two five zero. 419-0015, I believe I've got that on the CFAX 1070 webpage as well, too, because your contact information has been there for, for the longest time. You know, folks, as a, remember, as a reminder, JP and Westland Insurance here is one of the show partners and supporters here and has been for many years. So if you've got any questions about your insurance needs, you know, make sure you reach out to JP. He and his team would be uh, happy to help you. Um, now, something I do want to bring up before the break here, bumped into a situation uh, in another marketplace with another client. So it wasn't with, with us or, or, or whatnot. Um, it was a side-by-side -side strata duplex, which, in, which requires insurance on the entire duplex. That's but right. So a little bit different situation there when it comes to a strata. You've got your strata insurance that covers the building. And yep. then you've got your own individual uh, insurance for each uh, unit itself, yep. um, covering their own personal belongings, their own liability, their own additional living expenses. So, yeah, it's a little bit different situation in a strata versus a, a straight homeowner situation where you can have one policy versus 
two policies in a strata strata uh, situation. So this is what happened, though, because you have to have a uh, policy over the entire structure. For some reason, at some point, the two separate owners decided to let their insurance lapse and they were buying separate insurance unbeknownst to each other and unbeknownst to the insurance companies. So when the buyer wanted to purchase the property, the lender said, hold on a second, there isn't the correct strata insurance policy in place. And it threw the whole thing into turmoil. Actually, the worst thing is that uh, both of the owners let the insurance lapse for several months. And it's a reminder to folks, this is never a good thing. It doesn't look good when you've got to, first of all, uh, reapply for a new policy. And secondly, if there's a gap in your coverage, that's bad, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to have a gap in coverage because, you know, essentially that entire period, if there's a claim, it would not be covered at all. Yeah. So, you know, you know, a liability claim, fire claim, water claim, any any damage that occurred during that time right. um, would essentially not be covered. Oh, that's bad. Well, listen, we need to take our last break of the day. Uh, we're having a chat with J.P. Sellas at uh, in, uh, Westland Insurance here. Um, I will tell you the story about how that strata thing ends. I'm going to do that after the break here because it was fixed. But, oh, my goodness, it was fun. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation about house insurance today with none other than J.P. Sellers from Westland Insurance uh, here in town. Actually, all over. Westland Insurance is everywhere nowadays. When I'm driving on the lower mainland, I see offices. Man, you guys are all over. Yeah, we're across the province. We're across Canada, and yeah, we are, we are in your communities everywhere. Yeah trying to be out there and and be your your neighborhood advisor i love it i love it. well listen just before the break i left you guys with a little cliffhanger here i told the story about the side-by-side strata duplex and how insurance had lapped because both owners were not maintaining strata insurance uh the buyer had an issue because their lender providing the mortgage wanted to have correct insurance in place but because there was no active insurance there was a whole process about having to reinsure now to make things even more complicated, you need the other side to be on board. And for some reason, the other side was saying, no, I don't think I, I want to. And as it turns out, you can't just buy insurance for the whole house or both sides without the approval of the other side. <laughs> right? Um, so it delayed the transaction by about two and a half months. And what ended up happening was the buyer had to reapply, um, but it wasn't easy. They got declined because of the gap of, of insurance. The company that they had used before uh, wouldn't uh, insure them. Um, and not only that, but the cost went up quite a bit. The uh, happy ending of the story, though, is they did get insured. Um, and I forgot to tell you, JP, it was actually Westland Insurance up in Duncan that made that happen. Nice. Yeah, that's great to hear. It is. It is. So um, things can happen, but uh, man, nobody likes to scramble. Like it's never fun when this kind of stuff happens at the last minute, right? No, because I mean, the whole purchasing a new home can be stressful enough as it is, getting the lending, getting the dates, but then to, to have everything in a row and the one piece that's holding you back is the insurance can be very frustrating. 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, listen, I just want to shift gears really quickly uh, on something again that is coming up a lot, and that is dealing with stratas. It seems like we've bumped into a lot of stratas recently that have brand new wood floors or, you know, they've had changes where what used to be a fireplace isn't a fireplace anymore. And as we dig a little deeper, we find out it's because there was water damage because there was leakage from a unit up above or from the roof or whatever. Uh, and then there's insurance claims and hey, everything's fine with the strata, but it's just a reminder about that other danger because we've been talking about fire so far. We talked about earthquakes a little bit. The other danger that insurance companies just either love or hate is water, right, JP? Yeah, water damage is, is, is the number one claim I would say now uh, versus anything else. I think water damage can happen all year round mm -hmm. um and it and is right now i think the the most common um peril that's claimed um when it comes to stratas and it comes to the strata insurance and your own individual insurance i think you know I've, we've talked about this a lot of times before it's is understanding you know the coverage between your strata policy and the coverage that you need for your own individual policy understanding the limits that are required to protect you that the insurance company will cover under your individual policy versus having to pay anything out of your own pocket because of not enough coverage on your individual policy. And it's as easy as, as getting a copy of your strata policy and, you know, discussing that policy with your current insurance advisor. They could be with, with Westland, it could be with any other broker, but I think it's important annually when you are going through your renewal to review those limits, making sure that you do have enough coverage for for those assessments that do come in that you'd be responsible for. It's it can be very tough to to all of a sudden get a bill for thousands of dollars because you didn't you weren't aware of any changes to your strata policy that have affected your personal um, policy. I do feel that strata owners commonly don't have a good enough understanding about what their strata policy does cover. And, uh, you know, it's an unfortunate thing to announce that I think most of the time people find out when it's too late, when when a claim uh, has to happen and they find out what is covered and what is not covered. Uh, it's just a reminder about how important it is to know and understand, because the difference between living in a strata and living in your own detached house is, you know, in both cases, you're concerned about you causing damage somewhere. Like, what if I started a kitchen fire? Or what if I, you know, uh, whatever, the garden hose, the, the the tap ran for hours or whatever. That's one thing. But the other thing with the strata is you can be affected by your neighbor above you. And it doesn't need to be above you. It could be beside you or, you know, just over or whatever. Because if they leave the tub running for half an hour, water finds its way and it could damage your unit. So you've done absolutely nothing wrong and yet you got damage. Yeah, that, that's a, a, a tough thing, especially if you were living in a home before and never had to deal with something like that, moving into a, a condo or into a, a, a strata that, that, that looks different in that way. But I would say, I think the biggest thing when it comes to insurance, and we've talked about, again, we've talked about this before, is when you're when your strata insurance, you know, be active in your strata, you know, participate in the strata meetings, you know, when they provide you updates on the strata insurance renewal, you know, actually read the, what the limitations are and, and and see what those changes 
may have affected on your Ask personal questions. policy. Ask Ab- questions. Absolutely. Like we, we are all here to give you the best advice on what your insurance policy can and can't cover, where the gaps are, where we can go through other providers to kind of fill those insurance gaps. But, you know, we don't know what we don't know. So, you know, have a conversation with us, you know, like we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and every, every strata is different, but yeah, no, I, I will not name uh, the building, but you know, there are buildings out there that are known for having had uh, water leakage. And, you know, sometimes it's the darnest things cause it's not the plumbing, but it's, you know, nowadays with all these new fancy features with homes, with, you know, water and ice in the fridge, you got a water source. That's another area that leakage can happen. Uh, we had one a little while ago and it was a uh, built-in espresso machine, right? Oh, wow. Uh, again, there's a water source there and the owner of that unit was never around. So for months at a time, small little drip, you know, in one of the fittings there uh, ended up collapsing the ceiling of our client's unit uh, due to water damage, right? Yeah, like it's just the smallest a, a bit of water that can can you know affect the ceiling, drip down to your floor, mm-hmm. uh, cause damage damage everywhere that you're not even thinking about. But again, just one of those things where you know, take a look at your strata policy, yeah. take a look at your individual policy, yeah. maybe get an individual policy if you've been on the fence or whether or not to get an individual policy or not. Yeah. But yeah, you know. If you have any questions, if you're unsure of what things look like, please give us a call. Let us take a look at what you got and and see how we can help you. Yeah. I I have told the story before because we had a flood a number of years ago. And if ever there was a time, I was glad that we have the, the, like, we, we have the deluxe policy, like the, we, we paid extra for everything. And, and as it turns out, oh my goodness, thank goodness we did. Right. And we never expected to have any issues. Nobody expects to have. No, an it's, issue. it's one of the things, that, the accident, something unforeseen that happens that you want to be protected for. Yeah. I, it's the it's the poor stories we hear about those folks that are like, oh, my goodness, you know, we didn't have insurance. There's no coverage. Uh, and, you, you know, your heart breaks. You feel, you feel very sorry for, for these people. But this is how insurance works. It's sort of, it's, it's having protection there for when you need it. Right. Absolutely. And and to know what coverages you have, what coverages that you don't have, you know, what keeps you up at night in terms of your insurance? What is it that that you actually want and you actually need to have to prepare you for, for the accidents that happen? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, we've talked a lot. So, my goodness, we've covered uh, fires. We've covered earthquakes. We've covered strata. Uh, it's a reminder to everyone, uh, if you haven't looked at your insurance for a while, please reach out to JP and the team at Westland Insurance, right? You guys, it doesn't. you don't need to be a Westland Insurance uh, customer, right? Um, no, it's always can, good to have a second look. Right? No, we can absolutely have a conversation, take a look at the policy that you do have, see how it compares to our policies, see where maybe you, you think you have a coverage that you don't have that you can talk to your existing provider on. Yeah. Uh, good to know. Good to know. A uh, little side note, I want to remind folks too, it's not just house insurance. Uh, I get my car insurance, my motorcycle insurance from JP. So handy nowadays. Uh, no more stickers. We just do all this stuff by uh, 
uh, electronic signatures by email and you send the documents in the mail, my goodness, it's, yeah, it doesn't get any slicker than that. Definitely has changed over the years. But yeah, I mean, walk-ins are, are definitely welcome as well. We'd love to see people come in and, and visit us. So yeah, walk-in over the phone. Absolutely. Any, any, any way that, that we can help you in the best way possible. Yeah, all things insurance. So, folks, uh, again, you can find his contact information in Westland Insurance by just visiting uh, our page on cfax1070.com. You look under shows, uh, and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe, uh, or go to westlandinsurance.ca, westlandinsurance.ca. We had referenced earlier, there is a uh, resource page that I think I'm going to put on uh, our show uh, page this particular time here for people uh, regarding wildfires. It's uh, westlandinsurance.ca slash bc hyphen wildfires and it's just resources about you know what to do uh, and i know folks you might be listening to this in the winter time and wildfires aren't an issue uh but you know you gotta be prepared right jp you mentioned earlier because there have been wildfires on the island too right there has there have been, yeah. yeah there have have been some unfortunately this year there were a few so yeah definitely not just isolated to to over in the Okanagan, but also possible to happen here on the island as well. Just an opportunity to visit our site and 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 see what resources are available and how to prepare going forward. Yeah, and always if you have questions, uh, JP and the team are great to chat with. The phone number at the Westside Village Branch is two five zero four one nine zero zero one five. That's 250-419-0015. Uh, insurance is such an interesting game, JP. I, I know you've been at it for a long time because we've been working together for a long time. I, I did mention a little earlier when it comes to the way we handle our clients and when they are buying something, uh, one of the things, and you know this, because one of our processes is whenever we have an accepted contract of purchase and sale, one of the conditions is making sure that the buyer can get insurance. And we send you the listing and the information and your team gets back to us to let us know if there's any hindrances or there's any issues uh, at all. So we're never caught off guard. We make sure that our guys are, are, are fully apprised. Absolutely. It's a great process and it gets you ahead of the game without any headaches down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys give a great quote. And I know that's a great way uh, to introduce uh, clients to Westland Insurance and uh, and vice versa. And makes us look good as well, too, because it, it means they get taken care of. JP, thanks for joining us today. Always great talking about insurance with you. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. Yeah. And to our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week. <laughs>